0: dot com
1: the revolution I'm already we This 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 show is brought to you by Safety FM
0: Get the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 that is so the truth, so the truth, so the truth. Anyways, how are you doing this fantastic Wednesday morning, February the 10th of 2021? Day 41 of the year and only 324 days remaining before it is all over with. Anyways, hopefully you're off to a fantastic start of the day. Everything is good and grand in your neck of the woods. I did miss you yesterday, so sorry about that. Sorry about that right off the bat. I will tell you, as we are talking right away, the reason why I do miss, um, you know, it seems like, what is it, the first Tuesday? I think it's the first Tuesday. The first Tuesday of every month is because I have a big event that we've been planning out and trying to get, um, get up and running. So that's why you don't see me on certain Tuesdays going on, helping out some local chat, some local organization here that we're trying to put on an event coming up really in May. Really, it's going to be in May. It's got pushed back a couple of times. So that's why I don't show up every once in a while on Tuesdays. Um, I think it's, a, what is it, the second? It must be the second Tuesday of the month. Uh, so that's, that's what happened yesterday. That's why I wasn't here. Believe me. Believe me. I wanted to be here. I love hanging out with you, doing the things that we do and so on. Anyways, so let's talk about it. We are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, streaming across the multiverse. You already know, you know, the, you know the spill, you know the gig. And then of course, you know, our newest acquisition, our newest acquisition. We're also hanging out right here. You're being infiltrated Radio B. Oh yeah, so we get to do the radio big aspect of the whole thing So that's kind of the fun part So here's the way that it goes We are a radio show first And then we kind of go into the podcast world And then we do some live streaming So we do some of those stuff right there So we're available across the multiverse of different things As you are interested or not interested in hanging out What I always tell people is that if you're on one format And you can't manage to hang out the whole time You can jump on to others So you can go from the radio station to the podcast if needed Or even to the live stream later on depending on how you want to take a look at it anyway so today is wednesday as you already know because we've already had the discussion so it's hump 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 day but let's talk about what we normally talk about on wednesdays which is what is trending according to the fiction and non-fiction c- books according to the new york times bestsellers list so here we go taking it from number five to number one let's go into the fiction category midnight library at number five Number four, The Vanishing Half. Number three, The Viscount, not Discount, Viscount, Who Loved Me. Number two, The Duke and I. And at the number one spot, The Russian. And just in case you didn't understand that, that was The Russian. That's number one. Yeah, hey, I don't make it up. I just tell you what's there. Anyways, let's continue talking a little bit real quick in the nonfiction category at number five, Untamed. I always think of Marley Cyrus every time that I hear that title. I don't know why. Uh, number four, Green Lights. Number two, Cast. Number two, actually, it finally fell down from the number one spot Barack Obama's A Promised Land. And then at the number one spot, nonfiction category, Just As I Am. That's number one. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff. So we got a lot of stuff to cover today on the show. Not going to lie to you. I almost have two days worth of news to cover. (laughs) Yeah, I feel that way. So let's start talking right away. Let's get into some of the professional broadcasters that are out there who like to talk about the things that are in the world, the trends. And we are going to go today. Let's take a look. Let's take a look. We're going to go with some feature story. So feature story news. Not Alan Edwards.
1: Here is the news on the Royal R Safety For Show. For Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. The US Senate has voted in favour of proceeding with the impeachment trial of former President Donald Trump, rejecting his lawyers' claims the process is unconstitutional. Six Republican senators sided with Democrats in a move that will infuriate the former president. Washington correspondent Simon Marks reports. The Senate vote means evidence supporting the charge of incitement against Donald Trump will be presented here in the morning. Six Republicans crossed party lines rejecting the claims of Trump lawyer David Schoen. Going forward with this impeachment trial of a former president of the United States is unconstitutional. Democrats say it's vital to hold the former president to account for an insurrection that left five people dead and American democracy on the edge of an abyss. And it does seem that some Republicans may now vote in favour of Donald Trump's conviction. A protester is in a critical condition in Myanmar after being shot on Tuesday at a demonstration in the capital. Rights groups say she was shot in the head as police tried to clear protests over last week's military coup. The UK government's defending the threat of up to 10 years in jail for people who lie about having recently travelled to a red-listed COVID-19 hotspot. It's part of new restrictions on international travel, including mandatory hotel quarantine for arrivals from red-listed locations from Monday. The opposition Labour Party says all international arrivals should have to isolate in a hotel, but many Conservative MPs are raising concerns about draconian jail sentences and are asking for details about how and when restrictions on international travel can be unwound. Transport Secretary Grant Shapps says it's an appropriate maximum punishment. It's a, a sentence of up to 10 years. It is the case that if you were to deliberately mislead and you to bring a mutation of the virus in that, you know, for whatever reason couldn't be um, stopped by uh, vaccines, and there's a lot of ifs, but when you bring uh, a variant, a, a mutation of coronavirus in, and run the risk of hundreds or thousands of people uh, being ill or, or even dying, we do think there need to be a very clear penalties in place. Twitter has blocked hundreds of accounts after a run-in with the Indian government. Authorities asked the social media giant to suspend accounts it says are being controlled by foreign secessionist forces. Twitter maintains it's committed to freedom of speech, as Ishan Gerg reports from New Delhi. In a blog post, Twitter noted that freedom of speech is under attack around the world and that it wants to protect people's right to expression. Twitter was asked to remove users who are allegedly spreading misinformation about the farmers' agitation here. It has now complied with the orders but says the accounts will be visible to users outside India. It says it will not suspend accounts of journalists, activists and politicians as it continues to liaise with authorities which are being accused of overreaching. Ishan Garg New Delhi. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. You are listening to something magical. (laughs) You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show.
0: Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a
1: downward dog, and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face.
0: One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. He's a man. (laughs) It's awesome, funny, random. Doesn't make any sense, but it's good. Jay Allen in the morning on radio. Yeah, it is whatever you want it to be. Anyways, a lot of stuff going on inside of the world of the news. I mean, I swear, sometimes we take a listen to what's going on, and I'm like, what the what the what the what? You know, you know what I'm about to say there. Anyway, so let's start getting into the news of the shit list and the hit list, or whatever the hell you want to call it, and let's talk about it. So, as you are aware, where there was stocks going all over the place when we were talking about GameStop, AMC, and so on, but now there's a now there's another game changer taking place. Take a listen to this. Bitcoin hit another record high on Tuesday just one day after Tesla's 1.5 billion dollar investment. The cryptocurrency peaked at 48,226.25 cents. Yeah, there you go. In the early morning, according to CoinDesk, Bitcoin has surged 60% this year and nearly tripled over the past 3 months as the digital currency gains broader acceptance among investors and retail traders. So what do you think here? Are you investing in Bitcoin? I mean, forty-eight thousand two hundred twenty-six dollars and twenty-five cents for a Bitcoin right now. I, I will tell you, I will tell you, I remember a few years back, I had an acquaintance of mine freaking out that it was at three grand. So hopefully he did keep, you know, keep a hold of it at this new plethora rate of $48,226.25. So, do you, was this something that you find interesting, intriguing to invest in? Would you invest into cryptocurrency? Do you invest in things you do or do not understand? Do you understand blockchain? I mean, I think these are good questions to ask in part of the conversation. That's for sure. Opposed to it just being, you know, the, the typical convo of it not actually coming up. So I think that that's stuff that we do need to, um, that we need to address. Opposed to it just being the, the standard conversation and not talking about it at all. I mean, it is what it is. But some people think that, you know, that you should invest in things you don't understand. I'm kind of part of the other side of the equation. If you're dumping a whole bunch of money into something, you should probably have a pretty good understanding of what the hell it is. I mean, I'm just saying here. I mean, what do I know? But I mean, it does sound like a good turnaround, but, you know, traditional investing always talks about long-term, what you can get long-term there. And what am I talking about? 70-year track record. That's what I'm talking about. That's what standard investments normally look like. On what you wanted to, what most people would want to do. So, what are you thinking here? I mean, as a safety pro, I'm sure you inv- you have money that you would like to invest. So, is it worth your investment? I mean, I, it's kind of funny because I have acquaintances and friends that think that I should only invest my money into safety stuff. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm kind of like, duh. Oh, I don't know if that's my gig only. But anyway, so let's continue talking a little bit. So talking about Tesla for a moment because of what they had dumped in, Elon Musk is on the verge of a a revolutionizing the Internet access for the masses. Now, this has been in the works for a little bit, but let me tell you a little bit more about what's going on. While SpaceX develops its own private rockets and space fleets, it's also been developing satellite-powered internet service called Starlink. This is not new news, but it's something that's been going on. Musk says that there are currently about 10,000 Starlink users in a beta test. So here's how it goes. It works by purchasing a receiver to connect to satellites in orbit. Now Starlink is offering to, um, totally refundable pre-order for those receivers plus $99 a month service fee to the masses. Musk says that once once he has a predictable model for cash flow, Starlink will go public. It is not currently available everywhere, but certainly could be with in time. So think about this for a moment. Just for a brief. So if you look at this, Think about if you can go this far back, of course, the starting days of when DirecTV came into the scene. So you're gonna have to have a piece of hardware. You're gonna have to have some format of a receiver. Now, in the piece of hardware does look like a almost like a direct TV antenna. So what do you so is this something that you're intrigued by? Now I will tell you, not trying to To be like, hey, ha, ha, ha. But internet speeds are a huge thing. I mean, think about it. Like somewhere inside of like this joint, we're a gig up and a gig down. Because we have to make sure that we're constant with the radio station and the live streams and so on. So I just don't know if that's going to cut it. Duh. Right now with the way that the service is set up. Now, I think technology-wise, this is great because at least we know that it's starting off and it's moving forward. So, I want you to look at it this way. This technology would make high-speed Internet available everywhere on Earth without wires and towers. Now, when I talk about wires and towers, depending on what kind of Internet service you have, You normally have to have a plethora of stuff for it to be high speed. Now, I want to tell you, if it's available everywhere, that's going to be quite fantastic. We'll have to see how the the pricing structure does change, as pricing structures normally do change with everything. But that's going to be the other aspect of it. I mean, how is that exactly going to work? Because depending on where you're located, $99 a month might not be affordable. But it is something to think about. I mean, think about some of those areas as you go currently where you might not have quote-unquote phone service. Where you might not have internet, where this could actually be a game changer. But how will that technology change in time? Because the other portion is, like, if I'm out in the boonies, like when I'm out in New Mexico, then that's okay. Okay. If I have this thing that's plugged in and I'm able to do that, but if I'm out in the booties doing work and there's not everything else needed, power, placement, and all that kind of fun stuff, this could potentially become a problem. I know. I get all hung up about tech. Don't worry about it. So let's talk a little bit more about some of the world of the strange because that's what we do here. And let me tell you some more fantastic news about Flora. Florida, Florida. Florida yeah the news of the weird continues like always the FBI has joined forces with Florida law enforcement officers to locate one or more suspects who attempted to elevate the amount of sodium hydroxide hydroxide in the town of Oldsmar that's right on the outskirts of Tampa well, so they were trying to j- oh, change the water to dangerous levels on Friday afternoon. The actors took over the system for anywhere from three to five minutes opening function that controls the amount of sodium hydroxide uh, in the water in changing the amount that pours about a hundred parts per million to 11,100 parts per million. They signed out shortly after that, the plant operator immediately reduced the levels back to appropriate amounts. Pinellas County Sheriff Bob, Gol, Goloteri, said sodium hydroxide or lye is the main ingredient in the liquid drain, liquid drain cleaners. So there you go. Officials said that the affected water would not have made its way to the public until 24 to 36 hours later and then was checked multiple times before it did. The public was never in danger. What the hell, dude? Like, what the hell is going on there? Like did you watch Batman Begins too many times and thought that the that the water thing was kind of a good idea? I mean it I shouldn't joke of course. But man, what in the hell? Like what was what was the accomplishment there? What were you going to do? Now, this is the crazy things on how you have to stay on top of all of this weird stuff. And of course, a day like today would be great to see Primus in the box. We're not seeing him. That's that's okay. But he is normally, or he has been in the past involved with water. So he would be able to give a better descriptoid or description of exactly what might be going on there. I don't know. I mean, just a lot of craziness. But I would love to hear his aspect. Maybe I'll reach out to him today. Maybe we can get something in a pre-record and talk about that a little bit more.
1: Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of
0: our hosts and guests.
1: Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM.
0: Okay, so let's talk about this. Minnesota National Guard will be deployed to Minneapolis, St. Paul and area com- area communities ahead of the trials of the four police charged in the killing of George Floyd. The executive order from the governor, Tim Walz, notes that their deployment is to keep peace and ensure public safety and allow for peaceful demonstrations. Now, I want you to think about this for a moment, because, of course, there has been a lot of stuff about defunding the police, but requiring the the mobilizing of the military in the community streets instead. You see where this can get slightly confusing? Now, there has to be some more details there on what's going on i mean think about it for just a brief moment now let's take some of the emotions out of it as we do have the discussion how why the national guard and is it because the police were involved with the issue now it is just a question because i'm trying to have better understanding but how do you look at it i mean it's definitely something to think about because we can't just sit back for a moment And say, okay, the military involvement is always going to make sense. I mean, if you're doing the defunding of the police department, which some people would like to do. But does it make sense to bring in the military? Does that help the issue or does it create more issues? And now it is just a question. Your guess is as good as mine or probably better than mine, of course, at this particular rate. But just something to think about because there's a lot of things going on here. Opposed to it just being, hey, the standard stuff. It really needs to be a portion of the conversation that makes sense. It can't just be, okay, that's it. That's just the end of the world on how that goes. But we need to have a better understanding of does the military need to be on the roadways? Or do we need to take a look at it and really go, no, that's not the case. And we need to take a look at this and change the, the the whole thing. I mean, defunding the police was something that was said but not really explained very well. I haven't been on the Black Lives Matter website in quite some time, so I don't know if that's been updated. Anyways, let's continue talking. National Transportation Board officials revealed on Tuesday that the helicopter crash that left Kobe Bryant and his daughter and seven others dead last year was likely caused by pilot Spatial disorientation. So spatial disorientation. Can we just call it what we're trying to say there? Human error. The pilot, identified as Era Zobayan, climbed, the sharp, climbed sharply before banking abruptly and plunging into the hillside. The agency said there was no sign of mechanical failure and it appeared to be an accident. An NTSB official also noted that there was likely added self-pressure on the pilot to complete the flight despite the weather due to his relationship with the client bryant's widow vanessa bryant blamed the pilot she and the families of the other victims also faulted the companies that owned and operated the helicopter meanwhile the pilot's brother didn't lay blame on anyone but he did he did note that bryant knew the risk of flying so i don't know i still think that we're going to probably hear quite a bit about that one as we do move forward so something to think about for sure i mean it is a terrible event It really is. But we have to start thinking about this more and more as we do move forward inside of these things. I mean, think about it. I mean, essentially, that's what this report's saying. Spatial disorientation. Just call it human error because that's what you're trying to say. But is there more to the equation? Or do we leave it at that? I'm sure that that story will go on for years to come. Don't worry about that fashion, because we definitely know that that will be what will go on. Bringing you information you never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's continue talking. New York City has administered over 1 million COVID vaccines doses. Mayor Bill de Blasio announced on Tuesday that the milestone was a goal set for last month and blamed drug manufacturing for the lag. The city's rolling out a seven-day average test rate of 8.09%, according to de Blasio. So there you go. There's some information there. Pfizer is promising 50 million more doses than expected during the first quarter of 2021. White House told state governors on Tuesday that Pfizer says it is recommending getting six doses per vial, not the original five, which aggressively contributes to their expanding capacity. They also revised the framework that will transfer on you second doses to places in need of first dose allocating after 40 days. So there you go. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's so interesting. I was talking to a gentleman yesterday that he was telling me that he has received the first dose. And he said, hey, it was no different than getting any other shot. It was no difference at all. And that he took the shot, no problem, liked it. And he said, everything was good. Then he turned around and said that he got home. Everything was fine. He took it in the morning or got the shot in the morning. But then, voila, later that evening, the his arm was almost immobile. And I'm just telling you his experience. So he's saying, you know, that, hey, there were some surprises there. Now, he did tell me. And I don't think I'm giving away any kind of trade secrets here uh, that he is going back on Thursday for the second dose. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, So I don't know. I mean, if you have the opportunity of doing so, are you looking into getting the actual vaccine? I don't know. Some people are. Some people aren't. Some people want to hold out a little bit. Nothing against it. That's for sure. So some stuff to talk about as we do move forward inside of the multiverse. Because that's what's going on. Anyways, let's, talk, let's continue talking real quick. Multiple people were injured on Tuesday after a shooting at the healthcare clinic about 40 minutes from Minneapolis. The suspect who was arrested at the scene has been identified as 67-year-old Gregory Paul Ulrich, a Buffalo resident who has been known to investigators since 2003. According to the Minneapolis Star Tribune, the bomb squad assisted the investigation after the suspicious package was found on the scene and several more were found nearby motel where Earl Rich was staying. A motive is yet to, is, The motive is still unclear, but investigators don't believe it to be an act of domestic terrorism. So what the hell would you call this thing? If it's not an act of, ter- of domestic terrorism, potential bombs, several people injured. At a, at a medical facility. So what the hell would you call that? A dude having a bad day?
1: Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety
0: FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests.
1: Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM.
0: Okay, so let's talk major stock index. were mixed on Tuesday as the Nasdaq notched about 20 points gains, while the Dow dipped about nine points and the S&P fell about four points. Both the Dow Industrial Average and the S&P 500 saw the first steps back after six straight days of gain. Oil prices moved higher for the seventh consecutive session as investors bet on increased demand in the near future. The price per barrel is currently at a trading near about a 14-month highs. Cisco Systems Inc. announced the earnings after the closing bell on Tuesday, although they beat the forecast overall. The select segment of underperformed share prices fell more than 5%. So maybe that was why they were holding out to doing it until afterwards. I mean, there's a thought process for you. That's for sure. That's for sure. So anyways, let's continue talking real quick. The Who, not the band. I know a lot of people think that I mean that when I say that. The Who, the band. Team investigation. The Who team investigating the origins of the coronavirus crisis have dropped their investigation in Wuhan. During the news conference on Tuesday, the team downplayed the possibility of the virus... Virus leaked from the lab in Wuhan and suggested it likely spread from animals to humans. The team made up of experts from 10 countries was created to delve into the origins of the virus, which it was believed to have started in bats before being passed to humans. The WHO in China have faced, <laughs> have faced criticism from around the world about the response to the virus. So what do you think here? I mean, it's something to think about. That's for sure. I mean, what is exactly the response that most people expected? That's going to be the whole other thing about the equation because you have to look at it and go, what are people thinking? A lot of strangeness when it came to the whole thing on how it came about. And of course, you can't go on reviews. You can't go based on solely on what people were saying out in the street. I mean, it's one way to look at it. That's for sure. But also at the same time, too, what do you think there? Because it's crazy. I mean, it is just plain crazy in regards of the news and the information and how how it was actually filtered. I mean, think about it for just a brief moment. Think about how all that information was disseminated amongst us in regards of what was shared and how it was shared. I mean, look at it in that fashion. As we do talk about it, I mean, what do you think when you hear about this? I mean, do you think they're downplaying it or do you think that it did come from a lab? Or do you think that it came from animals? I mean, everybody, that's the fun part. You are entitled to have an opinion. I know it sometimes does bring a level of fear with it when when people start talking about it. So anyways, let's start talking a little bit more here about some other stuff going on inside of the world of the news. Because I think that all of this stuff is always important. But before we get into that, how about you feel a little bit motivated about some stuff and maybe that's the way that we go first and then we go, maybe go from there. I mean, maybe that's the, maybe that's the better presentation. The Motivation Minute is brought to you by BetterCreditCards.com. Do you have a credit card? Is it a pretty good one? Here's how you can tell. Take the details of your current card and compare them for free at BetterCreditCards.com. That's BetterCreditCards.com. Bruce Lee said, The successful warrior is the average man with laser like focus. Now, sadly, we lost Bruce Lee way too soon and his son as well. That's quite the tragedy there. But
1: that is an amazing quote as well. He says, You can be successful if you're average. I hope you caught that. But you need to focus on your goal with laser like
0: ability. Now, sorry, Bruce, I am probably out on this one. I don't focus nearly enough. But I am absolutely positive that I would would be more successful if I did. Today's Motivation Minute has been brought to you by BetterCreditCards.com. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. You can find more at MotivationMinute.org.
1: People been saying to your friend, get a different Why, Allison, why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTechStopRex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. (laughs) Apparently, they have no comment. Dads? Let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877 4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
0: Okay, so that's Sweet Talk by Tyra Channey. Oh, yeah, Sweet Talk, Tyra Channy. This song's available on iTunes and on Spotify, just in case. Some, little, you know, some sweet talk this morning. You know, you and I. <laughs> yeah, a little R&B starting off, you know, this morning. Raider R safety show. All that kind of fun stuff. I I like it. I think it's pretty good. I, I know it's not my typical techno stuff. You know, I have to tell you this real quick before I forget. I was talking to somebody a few days ago, and we were taking a look at a piece of content that they had. And if you hang out here on the station, you know that if I am producing something, it is going to have a lot of electronica, techno, and all that so they sent me a piece of content and was like, hey, take a listen to it. So I technoed it up because that's what I tend to do. And they came back to me, was like, oh, I liked it, blah, blah, blah. And then they did another variation of the information I had sent them. and pretty much told me that if any friend of theirs would ever take a listen to that, that they would pretty much be disowned because of electronica. Come on, man. Is there no love for electronica anymore? Like the Zeds of the world, the Van Harris. I mean, I'm just asking. I fall more and more in love with electronica all the time. Yeah. I mean, I have to tell you, probably shouldn't confess too much today, but I have discovered, because I'm always late to the show, this artist by the name of Dua Lipa, and a lot of the stuff that she was doing techno-wise, and I mean, there's some stuff you can find that's heavy techno, heavy techno or heavy um, club-related So I've been playing a lot of that lately, especially if you've been hanging out on Radio Big, at at least during my live show. So that's what's going on over there. So constantly falling in love more and more with techno as I can find it. I I, I always try to look back and go, which was like one of the first bands that I liked? Not trying to get off on something else real quick, but I want to say it was probably Prodigy. Prodigy was probably one of the first techno bands that I was like, Oh, my God, this is different. Anyway, so let's get back into some news and talk about some other stuff real quick. Natalie Bryant, the oldest daughter of the Los Angeles Lakers star Kobe Bryant and his widow Vanessa, is ready, to, is ready for the runway, better saying. IMG Models has announced that it now is representing her. Natalia, who turned 18 last month, is the oldest sister of Gianna who died in January the 20th uh, January 2020 helicopter crash that also took the life of her father although she is beginning her career Natalia already has 2.3 million followers on Instagram her photos until now have been mostly been family members including tributes to Kobe and Gianna Natalia's mom, who's a former model herself, reposted the news and wrote, I'm so happy for you. I love you, Nanny. So there you go. That's some information going on real quick. A couple other things going on real quick. Before I forget, let's talk about it. Not only did SAG-AFTRA thank Donald Trump after the former president resigned from the union, but it also now is, is barring him from ever joining again. The actors' union has passed a resolution that... Preemptively denied any potential readmission application from Trump. In the press release, the organization cites the same concerns that led to other leaders filing disciplinary charges against Trump last month, notably his antagonism (laughs) on the union journalist members and disregard for the values of the integrity of the union. So there you go. So after he had, after Trump has actually sent out a letter earlier in the month saying that he was out now they're barring him from there so there you go anyways Dwayne, Dwayne the Rock Johnson rookie football card has just went up for auction and sold for a huge for a huge price before the rock played the for the before the, before wrestling the rock played for the University of Miami team as a defensive tackle during the 90s Johnson received revealed on Instagram because I'm learning how to speak this morning that his rookie card sold for $45,000 he wrote, playing in the NFL was a dream, and playing in the Super Bowl has been even a bigger dream. Of course, neither dream came true, but years later, on Super Bowl Sunday, my rookie card gets sold for $45,000. Congratulations for the bidding winner. So that's what he said there. So good stuff for him. There you go. A lot of stuff right there so let's talk about it as you know this weekend coming up is valentine's day uh so let's start talking a little bit more about that we did speak about it on monday and if you're not prepared you probably should be prepared for it because it is going to probably be important if you want to have a good life over the weekend uh that you do celebrate it or at least do something about it before it's all said and done just something to think about of course uh, so let's talk about crappy Valentine's day. What a better way to express your love to a special someone than a virtual sludge. Yeah, not a joke here. It may sound like a strange thing to, to do to celebrate Valentine's day, but the New York city department of environmental protection is once again, offering February the 14th tours of the Brooklyn, of the Brooklyn, wastewater facility, but this year it's gone virtual. Tickets for the tour of the New- for the Newton Creek Wastewater Treatment Plant usually sell out soon after being released. But this year, everyone can participate. According to Eventbrite Tickets, this is a chance for you and your Valentine's to take a peek inside of the city's largest sewage, sewage treatment plant, where wastewater is collected from storm drains and toilets and sinks more than 1 million New Yorkers. It is cleaned each day, plus why should you not take a shower during a rainstorm? And the real problem with flushable wipes, the cost for the event is $5 and will take place via Zoom. Singles are also welcome. I'm trying, I'm trying, but I still don't understand the connection between Valentine's Days, but then I've never been through a divorce. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Okay, I'm just going. I'm just going to have to s- say this, but back of my mind to mention the comparison purposes is of my sweetheart doesn't like um that I got got her the tickets for this. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, what kind of? How do you give that as a gift, honey? I'm so happy about Valentine's Day. I have decided to reach out and get us tickets to the Newton Creeks Wastewater treatment plant I mean how does that gonna go when I asked what she when I asked what she'd like for Valentine's I'm pretty sure she mentioned a plant not that kind of plant that's for sure something to think about yeah. <laughs> just for that sequence of events anyways let's continue talking we'd better get growing yeah I'm not joking here as hard as it is to believe Jamaica is running out of lo- is running low on ganja. Heavy rains followed by extended droughts and the increased local consumption of of the drop and uh, local consumption and a drop number of marijuana farmers have caused have caused a shortage in the island's famous and largely illegal market that experts are calling worse than they've ever seen. Jamaica, which which foreigners have long associated with with pot reggae and Rastarania legalized the medical marijuana industry and decriminalized small amount of weed in 2015. Worsening the problem is the strict COVID 19 measures, including a 6 p.m. curfew that meant that farmers couldn't tend to the fields at night as usual. Tr- Tristan Thompson, who is, the chef oppor- who is the chief opportunity explorer for the consulting and brokerages firm of the country's cannabis industries, calls the situation a cultural embarrassment. I saw it when I was watching the documentary on marijuana. Actually, I think the documentaries should be watched that way. <laughs> Bob Marley must be rolling in his grave, just like when he was alive. So there you go. Another factor, Keith Richard owns a home there. I'm just throwing that out there just for the for the sake and purposes of people knowing how important that is that he does have a home inside of that general area. <laughs> Stream so crisp that you can feel the sarcasm in your ear holes. Radio Big. Okay, wait and see. A wait and see. A new study finds that maybe having a bad bot isn't much of a bad thing. Researchers from Ohio State University found people who entered adulthood at the normal weight and started started to pack on the pounds later in life lived the longest. Well, that's a good thing. Uh, they looked at the residents of Framingham massachusetts and their children and their children for nearly 70 years and determined that young adults with healthy body mass index bmi would gradually become overweight but never obese and have the greatest lifespan i don't know if this is a good selling point i'm just throwing that out there these adults even lived longer than those who kept the normal bmi throughout their whole life sounds like a piece of cake Okay, I guess they'll gradually gaining weight when that, what does that mean during the quarantine 15? I need to have a better understanding there. And how am I supposed to gradually gain weight if they won't open the freaking buffets anymore? Something to think about there, that's for sure.
1: Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety
0: Show on Safety FM.
1: We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying.
0: (laughs) He is trying to be entertaining. Rated
1: R Safety Show.
0: Yeah, I try to recommend trying to be something entertaining will be part of it, I guess, if that's the way you're looking at it. Anyways, let's talk a little bit more about Valentine's Day gifts are different mermaid throw blankets yep that's the thing yep a throw blanket in the shape of a mermaid tail that will that can slip onto a to stay warm for valentine's day can't be there i mean can't can't. i mean you can't beat that completely it comes complete with the fin so just something to think about sounds a little bit fishy to me but hey some people will like that rose pops will be available also flowers that are made with a big part of valentine's day but with rose pops which are use all all natural preservatives to keep them looking fresh for months. You don't have to clean them up. No dead petals until much later. By which time, you know, they may have been paid for it. I mean, because they are kind of pricey. Valentine's <laughs> Valentine's donut bath bomb sets. Yeah, two of life's greatest pleasures are donuts and warm baths. These donut-shaped bath bombs combine them with the glory. Combine them into one glorious gift. Hold on, glorious gift is this. Is this for him or for her, or is it for Homer? I mean, dough, I don't understand, but it's one or the other. And then you have the other options here. Nostalgic gourmet, gourmet chocolate bar four-pack. The heart-shaped box of chocolates is cute, but you do know that what she really might love is just the love, not really the chocolate. Uh, chocolate bars that are taste like cereal, donuts, and chocolate chip cookies. They should make a bath bomb out of those things as well. You know, here's the other part that I never understand. Why do I want to buy something that tastes like something else when the buying the something else is cheaper than buying the thing that tastes like the thing that tastes like something else? Just something to think about. Okay, bow teddy. It's a teddy in the shape of a sexy bow. Bow, just a sexy bow in in red or pink. Who wouldn't want to unwrap that? Okay, just saying. Suction cups restraints. Mm hmm. These are fun. (laughs) These fun cuffs stick to smooth surfaces as much as shower walls and can provide happy medium between the bathroom and the dungeon. A good way to, um, to, you know, to have some good, clean, dirty fun. I don't even know where the hell that was going. I'm just saying.
1: Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety
0: FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests.
1: Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM.
0: Okay, so let's talk about it after talk. or Going into the swap. After talk about the federal, the federal $15 minimum wage got serious, even on serious news outlets reported that there is an estimated $1. 1 million people that would be lifted out of poverty and an additional 1.3 would lose their jobs. So think about that. It turns out that 1.3 number was being a little bit charitable there. They pulled the number from the uh, from an analysis of the Congressional Budget Office, the same analysis that actually shows that weekly jobless claims of 1.3 million of the grand total of 3.75 job losses by are you ready for this? 2025. So that's what that's what it's showing right there. Uh, I don't know a a lot a lot of swampiness this morning a lot of swampiness Uh, let's take a look some other stuff. President Joe Biden plans to get kids back into the classroom wasn't a grandioso effort. You may have led you to believe. Uh press Secretary Jane Sasky uh said that on Tuesday administration are hoping to most open most schools by April the 30th and said that they that means that even more than 50% moreover that she defined open as an in person instruction at least one day a week. As it's really, you know, just swinging for the fences there. So I don't know, some stuff to think about. It's been 331 days since we were asked to stay at home for 15 days to slow the spread of the coronavirus. Yeah, that's the number. Look it up just in case. Something to think about as we do talk about it. Anyways, let's continue talking. No winner for Saturday Night's Powerball drawing. Tonight's drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $42 million jackpot or a $31 million cash payout. The options are yours if you do tend to win. So there you go. There you go. A lot of interesting stuff there for sure. Netflix has a new streaming hit. According to the Nielsen streaming chart of the week of January the 4th through January the 10th, Cobra Kai knocked out Bridgerton from the number one spot. The show racked up 2.1 billion minutes from the streaming for streaming that week. So here's my question, of course, as you take a look at this. I don't know if you know this, but Cobra Kai was actually a a Tube or YouTube Red or whatever the hell they were calling themselves at the time, exclusive show. They moved it or sold it to Netflix. So is YouTube now kicking themselves in the rear end because of doing this? I mean, it is something to think about. Some craziness there, that's for sure. Because think about it, 2.1 billion streaming minutes for that particular week. Interesting stuff. BTS will bring a little funk and soul to MTV Unplugged. The K-pop group are the latest artists to set to perform on the MTV series MTV Unplugged presents. BTS will premiere exclusively on MTV on February the 23rd. Just in case you wanted to know that. Uh, so let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Um, some other stuff going on. Some heartbreaking news to share. Giselle Bündchen is leaving modeling agency IMG models after 22 years. Page Six reported the news saying that the 40-year-old supermodel has decided to take her representation in-house and giving the reign to her twin sister, Patricia, who is also her manager. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff going on there. Uh, I did see this news this morning, so I'm slightly confused before I go talk about this. So um, something to bring up something to talk about. Bear with me as I do bring it up and talk about it because it can, it's slightly confusing on how the news is coming about and exactly how it's worded. Now, it is not a safety-related news story, but I know that sometimes people can get extremely touchy when you start talking about certain things. So let's just kind of take this with a grain of salt. So let's go through it real quick. Ivanka Trump wants Ivanka Trump wants to become the new... The new Kim Kardashian. Hold on. It gets better. Thirty-nine-year-old is focusing on rebuilding her brand with plans to jump into working on criminal justice reform. Public relations expert Nicole Rennie called the particular savory move, telling the news, telling news.com.au that the capital the Capitalization of her pro- of her profile into criminal justice reform is an intelligent move and raise her profile as interest around the world on the family is still bubbled away. Meanwhile, the Guardian said that Ara Maldisha slammed Trump for saying that apparently the plans to use the platform of criminal justice reform to re- rehabilitate her image and reemerge to her public life. So my question becomes this right away. If she's wanting to become the next Kardashian, does this mean that she has interest in making a tape.
1: Oops, what did she just say? We at Safety
0: FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests.
1: Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. This
0: is Jay Allen from Safety FM. You know, you heard a little bit of everything so far in regards of what you can do with safety. But what if we had to take a look at it now and really reconfigure the way that safety is looked at? And that's what the conversation's about starting February the 16th at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Come and hang out with me as we talk about safety being reconfigured and the way that you look at it now. Throughout the years, I am sure that you have changed the way that you look at safety. But now we need to take the time to change the way that safety is being Done inside of organizations. So come out to safetyfm.io for this live virtual class at safetyfm.io for this live virtual class on February the 16th at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And let's talk about how we can reconfigure safety the way that it should be. I can't wait to see you there on February 16th. Oh, uh, yeah, I've listened to them forever. I
1: love them. It's the only radio station we agree on. We love the music. Honestly, I'd rather listen to my computer's exhaust fans.
0: Jay Allen in the morning on Radio Big. Ah, not going to be loved by everyone. That's perfectly fine. Anyway, so let's continue talking. It is 54 minutes past the top of the hour. I will be going on to RadioBig.fm for the live show, continuing the live show, Jay Allen in the mornings if you want to come hang out at RadioBig.fm shortly after this bad boy's done, so just in case there. Anyways, let's talk about the days of the year that you can celebrate today, National Cream Cheese Brownie Day. That sounds kind of interesting. National Home Warranty Day and National Umbrella Day. Brother Ella, Ella. Yay yeah, yay yeah. okay, that's something else. Uh, so there you go. that's what's going on there. Let's talk about some events that occurred back on this date. Back in 2009, an outbreak of tornadoes wrecked havoc across Oklahoma, Texas, and Louisiana. A total of 15 were recorded while property damage were extensive casualties were minimal. The next day another four were recorded across Louisiana, Tennessee, Indiana, Virginia, but were also relatively similar are relatively smaller than the ones that occurred during the previous day so there you go some stuff that happened back on that day let's talk about some birthdays for today Emma Roberts turns 30 today Vic Fuentes 38 Emily Morris 39 Elizabeth Banks turns 47 really Laura Dern turns 54 and Robert Robert Iger Turned seventy today, so there you go. Some stuff, some stuff going on inside of the multiplex, multiverse, multi, whatever the hell you want it to be. So, some stuff going on inside of there, real quick. If I can give you, so let me see. What do you want? Let's. What do you want? What do you want? Okay, let's give you some slices of BS, real quick. Valentine's Day is Sunday. Did you realize that chocolate comes from cocoa beans and of the cacao tree? Because of this, I consider myself a vegetarian. Calgary has been been ranked as the sexiest city in Canada. Nobody could be, be reached for comments because they're still all tied up right now. A study shows that plastic surgery does not make you look more attractive. The study was conducted by looking at the at Carrot Top Melanie Griffith and Mickey Rourke. Elizabeth Bank is 47 today. Fans are expected to spend the day wishing happy birthday to Rachel, Rachel McAdams. A storm was expected to drop 12 to 18 inches of snow in New York City ended up giving most of the city about four to six inches, which which only proves that the, the storm was mostly male. Oops.
1: What did he just say? We at Safety
0: FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests.
1: Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM.
0: OK, according to a nursery rhyme, who kissed the girls that made them cry? Little Jack Horner? Georgie Porgie, Wee Willie Winkie, or Humpty Dumpty? The correct answer, just in case you didn't know, Georgie Porgie. In addition to being an unofficial patron of Saint of Love, what occupation is Saint Valentine's also the patron of? Brewers, exorcists, beekeepers, arm dealers. The correct answer? Beekeepers statistically a woman who purchased flowers on Valentine's Day is most likely buying them for significant other her mother herself or a funeral correct answer herself anyways let me kind of give you some more information real quick as we continue going forward if you need some a phone starter for today try this one what's your favorite comfort food when you're feeling sick chicken soup man toasted honey cut up the little squares right It works miracles for sore throats, upset stomachs, and sprained ankles. If you need a random joke for today, try this one. I hate when a couple argues in publics, in public, not in public, that's a grocery store, and miss the beginning and don't know whose side to be on. And then here's the last one. If you need something for the water cooler, question, 11% of people will do this on Valentine's Day. What is it? call an ex. Bad idea. Don't do that. Anyways, let me tell you about my friends at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. If you're running into any ideas or thoughts of committing suicide or you're running through depression, there's a phone number that you can call to talk to some professionals. Everything is private and confidential. You can give them a phone call at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK, 1-800-273-8255. They're available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Please, before you make your next move, give them a call. Anyways, you have been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on Radio Big and SafetyFM.com. Thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM, and that is the listener. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. If I can leave you with a thought for today, number one, come to RadioBig.fm. Let's hang out a little bit more. I got some more things to share with you. But if I can leave you with this thought for today, think about this one. The pure and simple truth is rarely pure, and it's never simple. Stuff to think about. Think about it in that fashion. Anyways, I know who you are. You know who I am. Love ya, mean it, and goodbye. Duh.